0: welcome to this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. My name is Peter Edmiston. Happy to have you aboard as we talk this week about a lot of different things and of course you know we're into August now, so the news has well it's it's not even news anymore it's slowed to like I mean trickle is being kind and it's a little early yet for too many previews because quite frankly we still don't know exactly what's gonna happen with this Grizzly roster so. Uh, I'm going to update you on the news that we do have. Little update on the preseason schedule. We we've got nothing official from the Grizzlies yet, but got a few things that we can glean from some other teams. Start to put together the Grizzlies preseason schedule. From that, an update on uh, what the Grizzlies roster is looking like in a unique situation involving one of the Grizzlies draft picks. We will uh, we will discuss that also. Uh, Talk a little bit about uh, the jerseys, which I think should be coming out relatively soon as well, and uh, kind of some of the thoughts about what may be happening there. All of that coming your way, brought to you on this pod by our friends over at SeatGeek and Outdoors, Inc. And I want to start by talking about the folks at Outdoors, Inc. They've been around since 1974, and I absolutely love the folks at Outdoors, Inc. because, well, they love this area. They love the mid south. They love Memphis, but not only that, they love the outdoors all around the country and around the world. So yeah, they've got five great locations around the Memphis area. Yeah, they got the location in Jackson. So for those of you that are listening in Memphis, you're covered. You're good to go. But if you're not, if you happen to be one of our great international listeners or one of the folks listening around the country, we've got quite a few of those. You're not. You're fine. You're good to go because Outdoors Inc. You can go to their website at Outdoors Inc. Use the promo code LO Grizzlies when you do, and you're going to save 10% off of your order. Now, what can you get at outdoorsinc.com? What can you get at the stores when you go there? Anything that you want involving the outdoors. So, if you are a hiker, if you are a biker, if you are a kayaker, you like to do a lot of that stuff. You like to go fishing, you like to walk, you like to run. All of those fun things that you do. Human-powered recreation. That's one of the things that they like to talk about the most. Human-powered recreation. They've been doing that since 1974. They power it. So what you need, they've got. And if you need to get some great footwear, boom. They got you taken care of. You need some coolers. Because look, when we go outside, you get hot. You, you want to cool down a little bit. They've got fabulous coolers from the likes of Yeti and plenty others. The point is, if you need it, if you want it, for doing stuff outdoors by yourself or with your family, Outdoors Inc. has you covered. And a reminder, use that promo code L O Grizzlies when you go to OutdoorsInc.com to save 10%. Folks, it is the time. Now as summer, still here, but it's starting to, you can kind of see the, the, the finish line. You can start to see fall uh, coming in. You know, now's it's time to start thinking about your outerwear for the fall and for the winter. They've got you covered there, too. It really is just a perfect spot. Uh, Outdoors Inc. Again, outdoorsinc.com. You can find it there. Five great locations in the Memphis area and the location in Jackson. That's Outdoors Inc. Now, uh, as we begin here on Locked On Grizzlies, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, where things stand with the roster to give you an update on the Jermichael Green situation. Here it comes. Here's the update. You ready? That's the update right there. You just did you did you miss it? You want to hear it again? Here's the update again. Yeah, that's that that, that pretty much covers it. If you want to go back and you know rewind that and listen to that again, that'll cover where we're at on the Jermichael Green thing. Nothing. Nothing's happening. I don't know if anything's going to happen um in the next few weeks. Not really any motivation on either side for it to happen, really, at this stage. Let's take a look at some of the impediments right now that are in the way. Obviously, from Jamichael's side, the situation hasn't really changed. If anything, it's gotten worse. There are very few teams, three to be exact, that could cobble together enough space to make him a good, solid, you know, eight-digit qualifying uh, offer sheet. That would at least kind of get the Grizzlies' attention, and those teams are probably not going to do that, which means there's really nobody out there that's going to give him a big offer sheet. Now, the Grizzlies then would be able to negotiate and bring him back on a multi-year deal if they could make that work, but is he inclined to do that knowing how this thing has gone? If he's feeling slighted or disrespected, as his agent said uh, about a month ago, then Maybe he's not so inclined to sign long-term deal with the Grizzlies. Maybe he wants to play for the qualifying offer of $2.8 million this year and then become an unrestricted free agent and take the risk, even though mm, I don't know that the cap situation next year around the league is going to be all that great. Um, but maybe he wants to do that instead. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a potential sign-and-trade that has been discussed, although there are a few impediments that make that not terribly likely, but maybe that's out there too. Um, point is that there's really not much going on, and there's not that much incentive for there to be a whole lot going on in the near term. So you can probably expect this thing's going to drag on for a while. You you hope for the sake of the team that it doesn't get to be too much of a distraction once the actual season rolls around, and you know they're going to have to find a way to resolve it. You know before then. Could be like a Tristan Thompson thing and goes all the way to the edge of the season. Who knows? But uh, that it doesn't look like it's going to be neatly resolved anytime soon. Same is true for Tony Allen, who continues to just be kind of sitting out there uh, without anybody jumping on and really trying to to go get him. There have been some talk. The Clippers were interested in him. Um, you know, he's reportedly met with them. You know, Timberwolves have interest reportedly. Um, the Grizzlies. You know, I I don't know whether they have interest or not. I know that by all accounts, they are not going to offer him anything um, more than the veterans minimum. And I don't think that's terribly interesting to him. And I think he feels a little bit disrespected potentially by that. Now, maybe the Grizzlies could find a way to offer him a little bit more if the Jermichael Green thing is resolved and they just want to kind of do him a favor. But again, you get back into the situation with the roster. So if all of that, kind of you know that's all true and you want to get those guys back and maybe you want to bring Jamichael and you want to bring tony allen back even if you want to do that you're still dealing with a numbers issue that starts to crop up because as of right now the grizzlies have 16 players that are under contract for next year and so with with that in mind then you 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 have to cut or trade or otherwise deal with, two of them to sign Jermichael Green and three of them to sign Jermichael Green and Tony Allen. That becomes a little bit problematic, and I'm not saying it's not possible, and Brandon Wright's name has come up as a guy who could very easily be moved, maybe so. Um, obviously, you have some redundancy with the the young bigs, guys like you know Jarrell Martin in particular, Maybe you could move one of Andrew Harrison or Wade Baldwin in a deal. Uh, maybe you could even waive uh, one or, or more of those guys. That's that's possible, I guess. I think the, the, the preferable thing for the Grizzlies would be to trade into space with, a, with another team or to trade into a trade exception, which uh, a few teams have lying around. That way you can get rid of a, a player, you don't have to cut him, and you don't take money back, and so that makes – the, the, the trade much more attractive from the Grizzlies perspective finding those deals out there not all that easy not all that straightforward if you look around the league and you look at rosters roster spots are pretty much at a premium and you know teams are choosing most of the time now to fill their rosters all the way up you're not seeing teams you know, carry one or two empty roster spaces which allow them to do a Two for one, or, or something like that, a little more easily. It, it's kind of where if they're going to take on two players and send you one, they're going to have to cut somebody else uh, themselves. And some teams, you know, that they have some, some contracts that are easy enough to do. Some teams don't. Makes these kinds of moves a little more complicated now than they used to be. It's still possible, but that's the kind of thing that's going to have to be done for the Grizzlies in order to make the Jermichael Green thing work and to make if they bring Tony back too. That those are those are challenges that they're going to have to to overcome. Those trades are probably out there. You know, my understanding is that you know, they they have been, you know, sniffing around a lot of those types of trades and have got a few that that are kind of out there, but again, you know, those things can change quickly and you know, it's it's a, it's not always something that ends up working out all that well for you when you make those kinds of moves. Because sometimes, you know, depending on your leverage, teams know that you've got to make these moves. You've got to get rid of these guys. You've got to do something uh, rather than cut them and just waste that money. And so you don't have a great hand to play. You don't have great leverage in that situation. That kind of can, can keep the trade from happening. So I know they've been, you know, sniffing around those deals. I know they've been talking to a lot of different teams. Uh, I would suspect something is still going to happen there. When that is, <clears throat> I couldn't tell you. The other, the other issue that comes up with regards to the contracts and all of that is one that is a little more mysterious and a little harder to discern. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about the folks at SeatGeek. And remember this promo code, L-O-N-B-A. L-O-N-B-A. That is the promo code for SeatGeek. I just used SeatGeek earlier this week to look up tickets for Mayweather, McGregor. Not that I'm going to go. Because those tickets are pretty pricey. But you know what I found on SeatGeek is that I found the best possible price to go in all the sections of that arena. And it just reminds me how easy it is because you get the app on the phone, you get the app, uh, you know, iOS, Android, whatever it may be. It, it's super simple. So you, you, you open up the app, you check out the, the event that you want. In my case, Mayweather McGregor, but you know, you could you know, have concerts, shows, games, whatever. You get the full seating chart, and then you see the little color coded circles that go from red all the way to uh, green, and you get that the, the bigger the circle and, the, and, the, and the, the greener it is, the better it is for you. So you see those big green circles, you love it. That's a great deal for you. And I saw those all over the, uh, the T-Mobile Arena for the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Now, those prices were still like three, four grand or whatever, but at least I know that they search across all the ticket pricing outlets out there. And so I know that's the best deal that's out there. They do all that work so I don't have to. So when I see that bright green, I know that is a great price. That's a price that's been compared across the board, and that is a good, good price. I feel good about it. I can buy it and not have to worry about feeling like, oh, man, did I check this? Did I check that? Am I getting you know, ripped off on this deal? No. You know for sure that that's a great price. It's SeatGeek. Get the app. Use the promo code L O N B A, and here's why you save twenty bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase, and you help the pod. L O N B A saves you twenty bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase, and it helps the pod too. Check it out, SeatGeek. Now, the mysterious situation still involves Grizzlies second round pick Ivan Rab. He of the thirty fifth pick in this draft. Grizzlies made a move. Get that pick. They wanted to get Rab. They liked him. They were aggressive. And yet he still sits out there unsigned. Now, what's the significance of that? Normally you would say that's, nah, who cares? And I would say, you know, for the most part, you're right. There's still plenty that can happen. But obviously, if you've been listening to this pod, if you've been listening to um, other folks, if you've been listening to, Rumors and innuendo, you know that Ivan Rabb, there's been some concern about his ankle, about how serious that injury is. It was something he suffered in pre draft workouts. It kept him completely out of the Grizzlies' summer league. It has uh, been a little more serious, it would seem, than the Grizzlies expected. And uh, it, is, it is an issue. And it seems to be an issue for the contract as well. So that, that tells you that perhaps this thing's pretty serious. Um, the reason it's particularly notable at this point now is because of the 30 second round draft picks that, have, uh, that were made this year, 29 of them are accounted for in some way. I went through each of them and looked at their situation. So I can, I, can, I can give you this info here. Of those 30, 15 thus far have signed NBA contracts. So actual, like, you know, you're going to likely be on the roster next year, regular NBA contracts of varying lengths, but they are NBA deals. You have six of those players who are going to be foreign stashes. So they will go play overseas for some team, and be dealt with next year in the way that Roddy Zagoratz was for the Grizzlies last year. Coincidentally, the 35th pick of that draft. He is hes a guy that now you're going to see um, this year, but but he was a stash guy last year. Um, the most notable stash in the second round is Jonah Bolden of the uh, Sixers. He was the 36th pick, so the, the guy taken right after Rab. He will be stashed overseas this year and dealt with next year. So six of those guys are going to be foreign stashes. Two of them are going to be what I would call domestic stashes, guys that are going to sign a G League contract and play uh, in all likelihood for the G League team for this year and then go to the main roster most likely next year if it all works out. If you'll remember, that is the route that Andrew Harrison took With the Grizzlies, he signed his contract. He was the 44th, 45th pick, somewhere in there. Uh, In his draft class, he signed a one-year deal with the Iowa Energy. It was not a Grizzly contract. He was not on the Grizzly roster. He was a domestic stash, and so he played there for the year. Then they decided that they wanted to bring him up, and so he signed a Grizzly contract at that point. Two guys are going to be taking that route, it would appear, at this point. So that gives you now, we are at 23 guys that are accounted for, that leaves seven left. Three guys have already signed two-way contracts, so uh, that takes you to 26. Three guys that picks 51, 52, and 53 have all signed two-way contracts uh, for uh, next year, meaning, of course, that they'll be primarily uh, G League players, but they will have the opportunity to jump up for up to 45 days on the main roster and be NBA players, rosters 16 and 17, roster spots 16 and 17. Three other guys are, by all accounts, going to sign two way deals, but haven't yet. So, strong possibilities that they're going to sign those two way deals, but they haven't yet. Those are picks, by the way, 51 through 56 that we're talking about here. 51, 52, and 53 have all signed two-way deals 54 55 56 are likely to but have not as of yet so when you take all those into account that leaves just one player unaccounted for that is Ivan Rab of those guys and again you know the two-way contracts there was some talk that the Grizzlies wanted to get Rab to sign a two-way deal um don't know if that's going to happen let's just put it that way Because while we don't really know uh, about two-way contracts yet, we just, it's early in the process of finding out about them. It's early in, you know, we just, this is our first time dealing with them. So, you know, you have to kind of make the rules up as you go along. But as you just heard, the guys that have signed two-way deals who were second-round picks are all very late second-round picks in the 50s. And all the guys that have signed, you know, actual NBA contracts, the vast majority of them are in that early second round range, you know, 31 through, you know, 40. And so Ivan Rab, you know, in in most cases would be either a guy who would go overseas, you know, in the case of Zagorats or that sort of thing, but come over and sign an actual NBA contract or just go ahead straight up and sign the deal. It's more and more that that's the case with these second round picks and teams are finding a lot of value there. They like them. You saw Deontay Davis, for example. As the first pick in the second round last year, he signs a three-year deal with the Grizzlies. Um, so, you know, I mean, that, that that's, the, that's kind of the norm. That's what you're seeing now. So Rab, for him not to have done that is a little bit of a weird red flag. And uh, for him not to really be dealt with at all right now and not to really have any kind of guidance on what they're going to do is certainly uh, a red flag. Now, it is, you know, it is possible that, he could be part of a trade, but again, we've already talked about the roster spot situation with Jamichael and with Tony Allen. I mean, now you throw Rab in there; that's that's another guy. If you were to sign him, you'd have to find a, a roster spot, which would require another move. So it, it really the the numbers add up quite a bit and make it very difficult to envision that they're going to be able to do that. Now you can't just leave him; you can't do you can't do just nothing with the guy. You have to do something. Um, if you don't do anything, then you're going to end up losing his rights. You know, you, you can try to do a domestic stash with him, but he doesn't really have a lot of interest in that. And uh, I believe his agent is Aaron Goodwin, who has a uh, long-standing track record history with Chris Wallace. And uh, he's not a guy that tends to, to mess around very much. So I don't think he's real interested in a um, domestic stash or even a two-way contract. I think that's kind of a non-starter at this point. So either you find a way to sign him to your roster one way or the other, or you trade his rights, and that certainly could happen. Um, you know, in 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 some deal as part of what we're talking about with these um, you know roster spot opening moves or things that they need to do to clean up the roster a little bit. Maybe you could throw the rights to Rab in along with everything else. That's possible, um, but will they actually? you know, be able to do that. I don't know because right now the injury situation with Rab is still up in the air. And, um, you know, so that, that would, that would limit the interest I would imagine from most teams in in him and in what he's going to do. Just a lot of questions, just a lot of questions around Rab right now and not a lot of answers. So we, we all sort of sit back and wait, wait to see if anything changes, wait to see if there's any word, a little more clarity on the injury or where things are going with the team because that is uh something the grizzlies are going to have to figure out going forward last thing on the pod today is about the the jerseys the jerseys the new nike jerseys they have come out for a lot of different teams now when i say new jerseys i don't want you to get the impression that that we're talking about like a new color scheme or new logos or things like that Uh, that is not going to happen but but there are going to be some tweaks the, the designs will look a little bit different because of the way Nike does it. And uh, they're the ones who are taking over the the contract this year. And you've seen some teams leak them out. And some teams, uh, and they, they look cool. I have to say there there's a lot of really interesting little small bits on the jerseys. Very, very unique little, I don't know, little, little sayings or phrases. Like for the Nuggets, they have a little fifty two eighty. 80 Sewn in, which represents, of course, you know, feet above sea level, mile high. Uh, Philadelphia's got Brotherly Love sewn in. Pretty cool. Grizzlies, I'm guessing, will have something of grit and grind or I don't know, something like that that's going to be sewn in to the jersey. Um, also, the jersey sponsor situation is one that's interesting because right now, around the, uh, the league, you will see, um, I think it's 11? 11 teams right now have already sold that that sponsorship you know next year you'll see that it's a two and a half inch by two and a half inch square that is on the left shoulder of the the jersey and i would presume the grizzlies are going to sell that and i would think your your top candidates are ford the local ford dealers because they've already got the patches on the practice jerseys with the ford built ford tough and all that um or uh or fedex just as a local natural, I suppose, AutoZone maybe. But my, my guess is going to be Ford or some, some iteration of Ford dealers, and um, you'll see that, that. That's just my guess. I have no idea if that's going to be true or not, but I think that's probably going to end up being the case. Hopefully those jerseys will be unveiled uh, in short order. Also, the preseason schedule, as I alluded to, earlier on we we don't know the the full preseason schedule yet for the grizzlies we will soon because the the actual schedule should be released probably maybe next week but i'm guessing uh, late next week possibly but but maybe even into uh the week after but but it will be middle middle of august early to mid august so we are we're not far away from the actual schedule being released but i could tell you preseason schedule the magic had released theirs and the Grizzlies will play at home against the Magic on October 2nd. And uh, you can add another game to the list. The The Sixers released their schedule earlier on Thursday. And the Grizzlies appear there too. Uh, October 4th in Philly to take on the Sixers. Sixers were in Memphis last year for the uh, preseason. So I guess the little home-at-home home series that you've got there. Not a real difficult trip to make over to uh, Philly. It really tells you that the Grizzlies should be in the Eastern Conference geographically because they often play so many preseason games against Eastern teams because the travel is is a little bit easier for those games. Hawks, Magic, those kinds of teams uh, makes it a little bit easier. So that's what we know. We know two games on the schedule. Uh, The regular season gets underway October 17th, although the Grizzlies probably, I'm guessing the 18th will be the first game for the Grizzlies. Everything's pushed up a little bit Training camp will open a week or so earlier than last year and in years past. You'll see everything kind of push up a little bit into almost into mid-September because of the way that uh, the timing of all that's going to work. So two preseason games already, more still to come. That's it for this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. Many thanks to all of you guys for listening and being part of the pod. Get in touch with me. I'm on Twitter at Peter Edmiston, appreciate very much you guys downloading it and making this a part of your day. Enjoy your Friday, and uh, we'll talk again soon here on Locked on Grizzlies. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17